Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge and we air our complaints with the world. And there's no complaint that's too big. There's no complaint that's too small. Bring all your whining to this lounge of mine. And and I say it all the time, thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, you let them know about this new show, New Wish. We've been doing a little bit now. We're getting into a groove here. The emails are fantastic. I'm, I'm excited to get into them. But you guys have been uh, fantastic members of this community. So I want to thank you for being a part of it. Keep spreading the word. Keep making your Instagram story. I am putting clips on my Instagram. I don't do that for no reason. Comment, like, touch it. Play with it. That's how it helps me. That any form of 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 t- playing with the posts that I put up helps me out. So whether it's a like, you can go small with a like. You can go big with a tag of a friend. You can go huge with a share to your story. Those I consider payments to me. Also support the sponsors. We have sponsors, and and I say this with the sponsors all the time. If they can help you, then you use the code and we're all we're all just, you know, feathering one another. So that's what it's all about. So support the sponsors, play with the Instagram posts that I'm putting up on a weekly, daily basis. And um, I'm on the road uh, you, right now. Austin, Boston, Dallas, uh, Perrysburg, Ohio. We're coming to Buffalo. So JaredFree.com, New Brunswick. Um, I'm going to have some more shows coming up. I'm, the, the bookings are coming in. So JaredFree.com for tickets. And also, this is Luxury Lounge. If you're loving the lounge, I do a Patreon version of it. Patreon.com slash Jared It is in the bio of this episode where I read all the complaints from the week. So all the Patreon subscribers get their complaints read. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, returning to the podcast, but new to the lounge. Blair Saki, thank you for coming on. Oh, hello, Jared. It's so great to be back. You know, I'm such a big fan of yours, and, you know, it's a great honor to be on your podcast. I feel like you're going to be a great addition to this lounge we you i love watching you complain on stage and (laughs) you you have many food complaints which i agree with you you know normally i don't know about your triscuit one i'm a triscuit guy (laughs) so i think that is a a hearty cracker that but i do understand you have issues with triscuits but i do understand that like where do we place the triscuit is really much of the issue isn't it Yeah, I mean, my whole thing about Triscuits is that they're not a standalone quality cracker. Like, everyone always comes at me with their arguments, like, put some pepper jack cheese on it, all this stuff. And it's like, okay, but I'm not a fucking chef, okay? I'm just looking for something straight out of the bag and how you could even come at me with... It's it's literally... just flavor. If It's like mutilating my mouth with flavorless debris. It's a fair complaint. I... I'm a fan of it, and I understand. Here's, I think the problem is that is is how we've classified it. It, it. It's we've given it the wrong gender. It is not a cracker. If the Triscuit was the size of a slice of bread, 
Sure. Wouldn't we think of it differently? Then you could put some turkey on it and cheese. Now you're having a crunchy sandwich. Like, I think we're yeah. missing something here. There's something to be I, – I, I think it's how we're classifying the Triscuit is the real issue. Look, I'm not saying that – I wouldn't say this to many people, but I'm willing to go there with you. Okay, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, on, on if, if it was reclassified as sort of, you know, a vehicle um, – Crunchy bread. Crunchy yes. slice. Like if they called Triscuit the crunchy bread. Like no toasting yes. needed. Right? Yes. yes. If it was, if we put it in a whole nother fucking category, yeah. I'd be willing to go there. But the whole, the classic argument is a wheat thins versus Triscuits. And that's like, honey, we're talking, no. if you're putting your hand in the bag, it's not even in the same galaxy. That, well, it's an unfair comparison. Those aren't even family members to me. Like, it's not a Wheat Thin or Chris Triscuit world to me. It's right. a Wheat Thin or it's a, you know, those, those, those crackers that you get at like a nice supermarket that would be on a charcuterie board. Like, yeah. Wheat Thins is more cracker than Triscuit is cracker. I don't, I, I don't know. There, there's a lot for us to discuss on this, but I, I, this is an ambush. I, I didn't warn you that this would no, be. No, no, it's up. fair. No, I, I mean, look, if just so, if I know we have to move on, but, um, like, <laughs> no, we don't. Are. This is the show. <laughs> this is the show. Oh, okay. Blair, this is what we do. Oh, okay. I thought we had to. But like it is really they're grouped together in a way that I feel. And the thing is that Triscuits are really have the upper hand, like the whole country rides hard for Triscuits for whatever reason. And people like, do feel they found it. The people do. I think people feel like they're the only one. It's like it's like the unpopular hot girl, like guys kind of like are like, I knew when I always knew, you know, it's totally. I think people do that with Triscuits. Except for that, the truth is, it's in no way the underdog. It's very, very rare that someone chooses Wheat Thins over them. And it's really like, um, like they, as you're saying, they should never, ever be compared because they're completely different in every way. It would be like sort of, I guess, like Ashley Simpson being compared to Jessica Simpson. And it's like, they're not, not even, they're barely related, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And also... I could have a box of wheat thins. If I ate a whole box of triscuits, like what if I where where has life gone wrong for me? Like that doesn't have you 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 could be satisfied by I could pick up three triscuits and be cool. Like that's why I think the bread you know Comparison, classification it, is better. There's a lot of satiety in there. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And, and if have, you for me, putting the tris more than one Triscuit into my mouth, it's like I may, I may as well empty a paper shredder into my mouth because <laughs> I don't even know what is going in there. I receive no flavor. I receive no bursts on mm. my tongue. Yeah. Mm. I, I would even go as far, and this is going to be controversial, so get ready, everybody. I would put Triscuit more in the bagel category than I would the cracker category. Like I'm yeah. moving it towards bagel land. Like I, I could and see I would have Triscuits out at a like Sunday spread, like bagels, locks, Triscuits. Like I think that would be a fun option. I got to be real with you and make sure everyone knows the truth of where I'm at, because if I see a Triscuit on a charcuterie board, if I see <laughs> a Triscuit on a locks plate, 
I'm going in. I'm not. Re- I'm not rejecting the Triscuit. This, I'm just saying on. I would this never is, eat it alone. This is where people. This is where the monsters come in. Because the monsters will be like, oh, you don't like it? This isn't about like or not like. This is about, you know, like, oh, you you would eat it? Of course. I would eat a lot of things that I have issues with. This is about feeling better as a society. As This is about, you know, you know, making sure that we're talking about things in the right context. So, listen, I'm, I'm excited. I think everyone needs to go follow Blair at Blair Saki on Instagram. Hilarious, fantastic comic. I have a... Um, and and she's going to be in a Comedy Central show coming out in October called Fairview. Is that a yeah. supermarket or what? What is? What, um, it's it's a town. It's Comedy Central's new animated show produced by um, Stephen Colbert. Love it, and it's anim- So you're doing voiceover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play the one gig. of the main. <laughs> I play one of the main characters. I'm really excited. She's oh totally batshit crazy. That's the gig of the century. Like whenever someone gets canceled that who has done an animated movie where they were famous enough to be like the voice of like whatever, I'm always like, well, they made a hundred million dollars for <laughs> going into a room one day. Like, I, like I'm not really feeling that bad, you know? Yeah. I feel like you could do um, voiceover, Jared. Oh, what I would do for that. Just the job itself to me seems so much fun. No pressure. You get to have the lines in front of you. You can do it seven different ways. They're like, do it fun. You can look like fucking dog shit, too. You can exactly. roll <laughs> I did this one into the studio, and then you're just reading it, and everyone's like, ha, 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 that's so great. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a, it's like a no lose. I, 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 so this is very cool. So everyone needs to go watch Fairview on Comedy Central coming out in October. Go follow Blair uh, at Blair Saki. I and, and it's S O C C I, and I'll have it all over my Instagram. So Blair, I'm gonna get to my complaint. You ready? Sure, please. Thank you. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues too. right now Jared has a lot of issues Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss can you relate to the problem now now I I am staying I am here in Vegas right now and I am what I would constitute in. I am staying in what constitutes as a not great hotel. I am at the Rio, and listen, this is the anti plug. So I will say it, it is from a different era. It's called the Rio All Suites because in a certain era, when this place opened, it was the first hotel where you where everyone got a suite. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this ain't no suite, and it's interesting to me. What used to be a suite versus what is now a suite today. It used to be Blair. Like, I think we, we, you, you would agree. A suite used to be size. Oh, my God. Look how big the room is. Look at this is huge. But size is not. I think we quantity versus quality is a very big thing. I think our generation big problem people, in this comp- in this country. <laughs> it's a huge it's a huge problem. 
Do I need floor space? No. What good is floor space when I when now it creates a situation where I can't reach my phone from the bed while it's pl- not while it's plugged in? The idea that this room I have I am now in the corner of the room to be close enough to an outlet is insane to me. That is not sweet. There is nothing luxurious of where if this complaint is really about lack of outlets. I there should be so many outlets in a hotel room that they are literally surrounding me everywhere I stand in the room. There should be one in the shower, one near the – and it should be USB and outlets. I should have o- options for both. That is what makes a luxury hotel. Not that, oh, I got 700 square feet. What the fuck do I need that for if I have to be in the corner next to the outlet so that I can charge my phone while I look at it? Like there should be so – and – it is interesting because I have stayed at nice hotels in Vegas before. They're smaller than this. The, the size isn't what matters. What matters is in those hotel rooms is all the amenities that I could literally – I move my finger and it's right next to an outlet. Do you understand what I'm talking about, Blair? I know exactly what you're talking about and it's the most frustrating thing when you're away from home and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm in a hotel. I'm supposed to be – I'm just supposed to be flooded with ease and convenience. Yes. You know? And you have to get your ass up when you're exhausted. You've been entertaining the masses. That's right. And you don't want to get your ass up to go see if your mom texted you. And I have to do that. For, I have to get out of the bed. Do you understand that I fell asleep last night and then I woke up this morning and I, and I couldn't reach to my phone as we all do in the first? I had to get out of bed to be able to reach it while it was plugged in. Then I did the move, and this is where it gets real insane and shows our phone addiction. I unplugged the phone to look at it in bed, and then after 10 minutes, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, I need this battery the rest of the day. Like I can't, be, I can't be just wasting hours in a room next to an outlet not using the outlet. Oh, my God. Can you, what? I can't believe these people are forcing you to make a Sophie's choice like that. You should I, have to make a choice like that. I totally me? agree. This this hotel should be shuttered. Okay. Blair. You know what? I have antidote to that where I have thought about this so many times, but now I buy extra long cords for chargers. chargers You're right. And when I see them in my home, like where I can move so far because I just – took the time to buy a $10 extended cord, and I go, I can't believe how fucking luxurious this is. I know. Every single time. Here's the problem with those longer cords. They're always third-party built, so they work for like a month. You get used to it, and then it breaks down, and you're like, oh, my God, I've lost my – my my bungee cord that I travel the room with. Like it is like your blade into your room. Like, you have to get the Apple certified ones. I don't know if that's bullshit, but you have to get those ones. Listen, I'll, mine have lasted long. I'll do whatever I can. Let's go to your complaint. Oh, Hit okay. the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. 
They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay. I was going to do a different one, but then I just decided to call an audible because this bitch has a lot of complaints. Um, Good. Okay, so get ready, uh, Lounge. This is my <laughs> goddamn complaint. Let's hear it. Okay. Yogurt as a food is bad. It yes. is cherry-flavored snot. Uh, <laughs> the consistency is something that would come out of a pussy that is unwell. Wow. Also, I can't should- say that. I'd get canceled, but I, I hear you. Oh, honey, I'm allowed to say it. I'm dealing with my own fucking pH every day. Um, also, it should be illegal to eat yogurt in public in front of me. I should never be forced into a scenario where I'm forced to watch you unselfconsciously lick a blob off a spoon. That is entrapment and against yes. the rules of war. Um, to- totally agree. I- also, the noises people make. When they eat yogurt, no one just like puts it in and quietly eats it. It's got to be a. Oh, and then they turn the spoon to go on uh, the other side. To lick the back of the spoon. And then they have to lick the, t- the lid. They have to lick the lid as if, oh, is that? Yeah, because they, they, they needed that extra ounce. Is that going to fill you up, Phyllis? Like, <laughs> the top the top of the lid is so fucking nasty. That oh, it's lick- so you just that see how they go down on someone <laughs> just watching their process. Ah, oh, it's so gross. You're right. I never thought of it until now. That, <laughs> that lid lick should be outlawed. That should get you. That should make you put you on a list where you have to report to your neighbors. If you do that, that in public. That lid lick is unconscionable. Bro, and it's horrible. You should have to be indoors. That should be the humanitarian <laughs> law. Um, yes. Yeah. I have like a crazy history with uh, yogurt that really like showed me who I was um, made of. Like one time in fourth grade, my dad forced mm. me to uh, eat two yogurts as punishment for not eating the first one. Um so then he I did just, the, wait a minute. He did the cigarette punishment on you for yogurt. He was like, nah, you gotta smoke the whole box. Oh like, my God. Yeah. If you knew now my you gotta eat the dad. whole yo play. <laughs> you know, my fucking father, I was in fourth grade. Um, just like, I was like 10. I was like 10 years oh, old. Oh, you're so cool. Not eating yogurt. Well, now yeah. you're going to eat the whole Costco bin. Convinced myself that it was truly like eating fucking cat throw up. So I had worked myself up into being like this. I can't believe it. So then I eat both the yogurts and then I throw them up on his feet as an act of defiance. Come on. Come on. I swear to God. Come on. That is. Come on. I would love to have been someone just watching that interaction. You're going to eat the yogurt. You're going to like it. You eat it and then spitefully puke on his feet. My dad is like almost he has the personality of like a Marine. So sometimes like his parents, like um, my parents, friends will be like, you know, you and your father are actually really alike. And I'm like, I don't don't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. 
I fucking hate yogurt. Um, I've never seen a food lack more dignity. Um, like I don't get this thing also where foods get like a falsely healthy rep, you know, like everyone's yeah. always talking going on and on about how yogurt has acidophilus, but it's like that you can't get enough of that from eating a yogurt to have it any effect. Like it's never fucking saved anyone's gut. It's not a miracle health food. Charlatan. It's like cranberry juice for the UTI. Yogurt has never helped anyone one time. It's just disgusting. Oh, good bacteria. More like bacterial vaginosis. Your play. I, acidophilus is that that was Jesse's last name on Full House. That's like a, a, a acidophilus sounds like a fake Greek name I would give someone. Yeah, that's Jesse Acidophilus from. Yeah, from Crete. I just I really <laughs> I just think yogurt has gotten all this hype like marketed in this way as totally. like this miracle thing in the way like all my friends and I have drank cranberry juice when we had UTIs mm. and it literally didn't do shit. Here's the thing. I think you're totally correct. The The complaint is very much warranted. It is it, it, it – it did enter into that world of health foods and that like nobody wants. The only reason we're eating it is for this fake health thing and it's like we're now more miserable for it. Like you could have just <laughs> – you could have just had like – it's like you could have had regular ice cream. And had like a little less and you'd be like happier. Instead, they're like, no, you can have a whole quart of yogurt. And you're like, I don't even want this right now. And then here's the most annoying part about yogurt to me. It gets offered when you're hungry. When you'll be like, I'm so hungry, but I don't want to have too much. And someone will go in the same vein as like, have some fruit, have some yogurt. You're like. I don't want that. I'm, I said I'm hungry. I didn't say yeah. I'm training for a fucking marathon. I said I'm hungry. Yeah. And I don't want uh, – yo- uh, my parents would do that to me all, all the time. You're hungry. We'll have a little yogurt. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm, I want chips. I want pretzels. I want fucking hummus. What are you talking – you have a little yogurt as if that's my going to help me through this. To offer someone who proclaims their hunger something that you cannot chew – is abominable <laughs> behavior. <laughs> it's like so it's true. almost like a root. It's almost like a it's, root indictment of them. It's like it's like no, that's fuck you. You want a little um liquid bite of something? You know, it's it's actually it's 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 a form of verbal assault to me. Yeah, it's like you need to lose weight, and it's like. <laughs> The J Train would like to welcome Olipop. Oh, crack that can open. Cracking a can of Olipop is like opening a portal into another universe, one where the sun is always shining and you can drink soda whenever you want. But wait, Olipop is a new soda that's actually good for you. Other sodas are full of sugar, corn syrup, and artificial ingredients like aspartame. I can't even say it. Aspartame? Aspartame. Olipop is made with natural ingredients. A Coke has 39 grams of sugar, but Olipop's vintage cola only has 2 grams and no added sugar. Their classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, and classic grape are all sweetened naturally with natural botanicals, prebiotics, and plant fibers. Great for cocktails. I have them. They're delicious. The cherry vanilla is so 
good. I can't stop drinking it. And it's really cool that they've created this kind of like different type of soda. It's low cal, low sugar. It's 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 really been fantastic. And I've been mixing a couple of them with vodka. I took the orange squeeze, mixed with vodka. Delicious. It was like a fu- like a fizzy um it was like a fizzy uh, screwdriver. It was so good. The root beer I, I just haven't drank root beer in so long. It was so good. Olipop is the fastest growing functional beverage brand in America. Get it at Whole Foods and Wegmans. Or do what I do. Get it delivered. I always have a case on hand. I have it. It's in my apartment. They're so confident that you will love Olipop. They're giving you a 100% money back guarantee for orders placed through their website. Plus, with with code JTRAIN, you can get 15% off at drinkolipop.com slash JTRAIN. That's a no-brainer. Go to D-R-I-N K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash JTRIN for 15% off a better way to soda pop with Olipop. The JTRIN podcast is brought to you by Noom. When you're trying to lose weight, when you're trying to lose weight, everything is about what you can't eat. You obsess over the pasta you shouldn't have. That's so stressful. You're hating yourself out the gate. Getting healthy is a positive thing. It should be about learning to feed and nourish your body, not deprive it. Enter Noom. Noom uses psychological approach to help change your mindset around food. If you start building good habits, you'll be able, you'll be on a sustainable path to better health. It's all about creating a better relationship with food. And that starts with just being honest with yourself about why you eat. This has been a journey for me. I love what Noom's doing because Noom is an admittance that this isn't just a an every being healthy isn't just an easy thing. It's saying it's psychological. There are things we have to come, get in touch with. I'm trying to get in touch with when I'm hungry versus when I'm just bored. That's a huge part of it. Noom has been a big help in that. Noom also hits you with these little fun facts throughout the day. It's just a great tool to keep your mind in check. There are no bad foods in Noom's world. There's no way to mess this up. And if you eat the pasta, that's okay. They have a great calorie tracker. You can track your calories. You're just in touch with what you're putting in your body. And if you eat the pasta, that's okay. And it's all about balance and making small choices every day that add up. With Noom, it's as easy as checking your phone every day. And you already do that. So yeah, that's the beauty of Noom. It's just a little notification that keeps you on your game. Start building better habits for healthier, long-term results. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash J-Train. Blair, so pumped to have you. Love your complaints. Everyone go follow Blair at Blair Saki. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Then put a little blurb about what you're complaining about so I can read it on the show. This one's called Luxury Lounge Southwest Airlines Without My Consent. Jared, much love. Feather, feather. Here is my luxury complaint. My boyfriend's brother is a musical theater actress. My boyfriend's brother is a musical theater actress who... Is that the right... Actress? My boyfriend's brother is a musical theater actress? Is that... Am I confused? Am I going crazy? Am I being insulting right now? I've never Maybe heard someone a, say that, but, you know. I, I've, you hear it when, when women go, I'm an actor, and I, we've sure. accepted that that's a, that's a, a thing. Maybe yeah. I guess it goes both ways. Okay. My boyfriend's brother is a musical theater actress who had a performance last weekend in a small East Coast town. 
My boyfriend's parents bought us plane tickets and a hotel room so that we could come see the brother perform. Because they were buying the tickets, they booked them without talking to us really. Well, I don't want to complain about a free vacation, more or less. The tickets were Southwest. I didn't realize it would be the absolute anarchist shit show that it was. I have never phoned Southwest. And they put... Uh, nail emojis. First of all, the tickets were from Midway rather than O'Hare in Chicago. If you know, you know. In Southwest, you get a place in line based on where when you check in. Yeah, I do know this. Because my boyfriend's parents bought the tickets, he was in charge of checking in for us, and we ended up getting shitty numbers that put us in the back of the line. In Southwest, you then pick any seat you want, no matter what seat you have on your ticket. So my boyfriend and I end up getting middle seats on all four planes. Four planes, because there was a connection, I'm assuming. The hotel and play were both absolutely beautiful, and it was a pleasure to see the family. But goddamn, how does Southwest look themselves in the mirror in the morning with that flight system? Good God, thanks for all your content. Flight snob. So what do you think, Blair Saki? Gosh, yeah. I mean, at first when I was listening to this, I was like, wow, this is a real champagne problem. Uh, (laughs) You're in the luxury lounge, miss. Then, then I was like, you know what? Four flights with a middle seat. That's hell. You know, I don't fly Southwest if I can help it because I, I like, I'm a pretty chill. I don't like to rush. I, Mm -hmm. I, I really, um, full on buckle under the pressure at a crowded bar. I'm not good at asserting myself. Um, so yeah, look, honestly, that sounds, uh, really hard and I'm glad it was worth it when you got there. Well, it wasn't worth it. I, I, there's a lot wrong here that I'm going to get into right now because I, I am like so enraged for this person. First of all, so, there are Southwest Airlines defenders out there. I get it. They dance and they smile at you and that makes you feel good inside. But that doesn't make it a good airline or a fun f- trip. We, no. they've put extra stress on you in a stressful situation. And Blair, you are a a a you you are from the West Coast. You are an LA person. You you ha- I'm sure in your life there's many a Southwest defenders because they are out there and they're very much from that area of the country, right? <laughs> I don't go near Southwest. Well, okay, but, I'm just saying. But there are, but yeah, you're right. They're like, no, it's no problem. You know, you just get in line. It's no big deal. No, like, it is a big deal. For you, it's not a big yeah. fucking deal. No, no, no. Here's the moment I knew. I, so when after college, everyone moved to like West Coast or East Coast, and then we'd do bachelor parties, and everyone would fly into the bachelor party. And I remember there was a day where all the West Coast guys were like, oh, man, we got to stay up tonight. We got to go midnight. We got to check into our seat. We got to check in at midnight. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're all like waiting up like it's like, like you know, like, like it, was, it was as if they were waiting for Billy, you know, uh, Billy Joel tickets. Like they were like, we got to make sure we're on Ticketmaster. <laughs> so, so then they all race. So I remember like at midnight, they all go on the computer to click to check in so that they have a good Southwest number. And I remember looking at them doing that going, I will never fly that airline willingly in my life because I am not, I am not at, first of all, it's stressful enough when you do have your ticket and you do have your zone to make sure, especially if you're carrying on, that you can get your carry on on the plane without having to, like, you know, uh, wrangle for overhead space. Now you're in a situation where that stress is happening from the night before until you get on the plane. 
It's not in like the last five minutes before you board. So I want as little stress as possible. The other thing she says, I didn't realize she goes, she goes, they were buying the tickets. Um, she's going to a performance of her boyfriend's brother. And then, then she goes, um, she says, well, I don't want to complain about a free vacation. This isn't a vacation. You're going to a job. You wouldn't have gone to his shitty production of West Side Story at some small theater in fucking Portsmouth, New Hampshire. If you had the op- if you had the choice, you're going because you have to because you love your boyfriend. So they should understand that and they should be rolling the red carpet out for you. It shouldn't be Southwest on a kayak, you know, cheap flight. No, you should be getting you know, they should be putting out a, 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 an actual Delta ticket where you have your seat. They should make this so enjoyable because you're taking your time to go watch this, you know, shitty production of Cats where they're all just wearing cat ears. Right? This is a job. Yeah, you know, when you put it like that, it really crystallized a lot of things for me. Um, it made Southwest sound uh, very Roman gladiator times of just like is. you you have to out, uh, you have to a uh, killer be killed. You know, that is Southwest <laughs> killer be killed. And, and it's so funny, too, because like I, I forget to check in a lot to my flights, but that's mm. because I have the faith that I'm still going to have my seat. But yeah, yeah, I can't deal with Southwest. I don't want to fight anyone. I don't want to have to assert myself when I'm tired at the airport traveling. 1201 clicking on the button. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Blair Saki. At Blair Saki. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Fairview. That's the show. Animated show. Cold Bear. Big time show. Voiceover. Didn't have to get dressed to go into work. It's fantastic. Everyone watching on Comedy Central in October. Luxury Lounge. Saving the planet one vibrator at a time. Okay. We're going to get into this. J-Train and your luxurious guests. So grateful to have the opportunity to air my very frustrating grievance. Rechargeable sex toys. Now, Blair, I I am not in the... I, I don't you know have a... Whole hockey bag. One. Do you have rechargeable versus non-rechargeable? Oh yeah, I have rechargeable. I have rechargeable. Okay. Once upon a time, toys took regular old destroy the planet batteries. If your battery died <laughs> mid-sesh, you have a few minutes of annoyance while you ran for batteries, figured out how to get them replaced, and resumed activities. No more. Now, more and more toys are quote unquote rechargeable. I love how much Blair is connecting with this right now. She's like, I, cause I'm looking at this going, Oh, this is a good point. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't sound so bad, right? <laughs> Save the planet. No need to keep the right size batteries on hand. Yada, yada, yada. But there are a few glaring issues with this. Number one, she has put three. <laughs> This is a great email. When a battery dies, the toy is rendered useless for several hours while it recharges. Many toys come with recharging bases and aren't able to be plugged in and in use at the same time. Yeah, this is horrible. No quick fix to continue using the toy you selected as your friend for the day. This is a huge issue. Number two, the toys don't have any sort of useful battery indicator. 
Oh, some of them supposedly blink a warning right to, right after you turn the, turn it off if a battery is low. But you know what I'm not doing when I turn off the toy? Looking at the small LED on the base and contemplating what the color of the light indicates about the specific toy's battery. Yeah, I'm passing the fuck out. I'm done coming. What are we talking about? This is crazy. Three, charging. As I mentioned, each toy now comes with a custom base or cord, so that's a whole fun clusterfuck with a drawer filled with cords and bases. I have had this when I've... When I've been with a lady, I under I know this drawer well. I feel this is a safe place to talk about quote unquote charging day when the vibes and toys are spread around the house on display like artwork or proclamations of sexual frustration while they charge all day. Yeah, you can't just have it out. It's not like it's not like your phone. You can't just be like, well and they all look like fucking cocks everywhere. AK, so while they charge all day, AK, the please God, no one coming to my home day. Yeah, this is a, this is a, personally, I am already dealing with a, with charging a personal phone, a work phone, a watch, a Kindle, a laptop, a toothbrush, a pantry light. Don't get me started on that. So even finding the plugs for sex toy charging day in my very small home is a whole nother conversation. Thanks for all you do. Saw you live in Naples and Kansas City. Hope to catch you again soon. Uncharged and unsatisfied. This is a fantastic luxury lounge complaint Blair what do you have to say do you do you relate oh my god I was laughing my ass off listening to that because I have dealt with this issue so intimately but it has never been verbalized with someone else so it has never been so crystallized the the grave issue that women are facing this is a fucking nightmare. And when she was going through every issue about how I was like, oh, clearly all this shit was made by a man because there <laughs> is no way to tell when the battery is low. And that's happened to me so many times. And I had like this very expensive one that a man bought me. And I'm like, oh, I'm always like this. I'm in such great hands. And then when it dies, I'm just like, I fucking hate being a woman. Yes. I hate being a woman. It sucks. I just want to be a man. Well, also, you've gotten yourself to, you know, Every woman talks about they have to be in the headspace for for, you know, like as a guy like headspace. Sure. I've had moments where I'm like, you know, I really need like I'm really feeling a certain way and I'm going to light a candle and I'm going to like get the laptop nicely on my chest. Like I'm going to do all the little things. But honestly, yeah, I'm gonna have a spa night, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, I'm gonna really like, I'm gonna wear a silk robe and treat yourself right, yeah, lube and the whole deal. But honestly, I could pop one off any corner of any dumpster in any alleyway in this great country of ours. So, yeah, I do understand. Yeah, so but for women, where it is, I'm not gonna speak for women, but you hear this all the time. You're, you've you've prepared a moment to have your moment with your toy, and all of a sudden you're like, you get to the final. The final beat is, you could be in a situation where the final beat is now. Let me grab the toy, and it's like, you know, you press the button. You're like, oh fuck, it's over. This bitch has me ready to call my senator because this is something <laughs> I have been de- dealing with privately for a long time, and forgetting about and the level of frustration that it has actually caused me in hindsight is only now coming to light by this other woman's experience and now i can't unsee it how would you rank the complaints because she's correct 
it's it's the it takes a while to charge. The other one is um, no indicator of whether it's low on battery or not a very good indicator. That one really cracked me up. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And it's and that's probably the number one. And then it's the charging because you have to like have it out to charge. Like you can't it that's the thing. You go to bed at night, you charge your phone, you put it next to your bed. We talked about this earlier in the episode. When you go to bed at night, you don't like set up your your vibrators to charge at night. It's not a part of your daily routine. The charging of the vibrator. So I would say the like what the number one thing to me is the is the indicator. If I were to create a vibrator, it would tell me how many sessions I had left. It should say that. It should be the time one, percentage. You have an yeah. hour left. Yeah, I think if I get um a little more if I get famous, then maybe that I will take that on. I don't know. Um, Put your name because, on something. Make, yeah, make it yeah. right. Yeah. Because I I live alone. I can't imagine if you had children. Like, I live alone and I've still been caught. Like, oops, forgot that was out there charging. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, now you, we know each other better now. Uh, look away, you know. Yeah. And, may, you know, you know how they have those charging stations for, like, your, iWa- your Apple Watch, your iPhone, and your AirPods? <laughs> yeah. They should make one of those for vibrators, like, and it should go like underneath the sink, and so you yeah. have it like all set up. This is a huge issue. I, I'm so happy this came up because this might this is like what a great email. J Train that was hilarious. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Blair Saki at Blair Saki. Go follow. Go follow. Go follow. Luxury Lounge. Embarrassed by multiple homes. Great title. <laughs> So here's my complaint. I started a company out of business school that grew very quickly and I was able to sell for more money than I could have imagined. I worked very hard and I'm super proud of what I was able to build and accomplish. It allowed me to buy a great apartment in NYC and a ski place in Aspen. I just love that someone this successful listens to this podcast. Doesn't that make you feel good that they wrote it? Like this person with a ski home in Aspen is like, let me write into the luxury lounge. Oh, a my God, point. Jared. You, your fans are doing well. That, that, that's all I want. They're successful <laughs> people. I want. Yeah, that's we got to start doing those high end promo codes. Um, a good portion of my family lives in Miami. So in May 2020, when the pandemic was clearly here to stay, my husband and I decided to get a place in Miami, which has now become our main home. Now here's the issue. I currently have a senior position at a nonprofit based out of NYC. Uh-oh. I see where this is going. A lot of judgy nonprofit eyes looking at your three homes. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've all... Like... <laughs> Yes, we help the homeless. Um, I'm zooming in from Aspen. But were you in Miami yesterday? Yeah, it's our other home. It's our third home. I have why always do you been... also be hor- uh, Why do you also have to be homeless to help the homeless? Why no, they, they, they're, they're, no, they're hel- helping the homeless, but the people, I don't no, know. No, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, you have to be. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we look. The only way to help the homeless is to be homeless. You're right. Uh, now, here's my issue. I currently have a senior position in a nonprofit based out of NYC. 
I have always been a bit protective of my financial situation. Most people are. I don't think this is particularly this person. As I work with people who barely make enough money to live in the tri-state area, let alone NYC. Oh, this is a t- this is the most <laughs> this is a great episode. These emails are perfect. Throughout the pandemic, my husband and I like. Can you imagine she's setting up her Zoom to look poor so that the other people don't know? She's, she's the, there's a guy doing opera ski in the background while she's like, yeah, well, we can help. She's trying to hide her apparel spritz. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the pandemic, my husband and I have been able to go to our three homes as well as a couple vacation spots. But I've had to lie to the people at work about the change in scenery. <laughs> oh, behind me, that's just a new wallpaper that I, I downloaded. That's not actually <laughs> Miami. That's a Zoom background. I'm not yeah. in Bora Bora. <laughs> that is not a real palm tree. <laughs> yeah, those, that's our dream vacation spot, not where I spend a weekend. Also, <laughs> thank God for, for... Oh, so she wrote. Okay, hold on. Uh, but I've been able to lie to people at work about the change in scenery. Thank God for virtual backgrounds. <laughs> so she... Oh, behind me, that's just a gutter. I'm just zooming by the gutter. Uh, also we don't always fly private (laughs) but we have been during the pandemic for safety of course and then she put a smiley face when we first came to miami i did tell people at work i was heading down and everyone kept asking what it was like to fly (laughs) oh oh it's horrible they've cut they've cut the private plane staff down to one flight attendant no, they have no like, more. He was like, Del- the Delta was really, they, the staff was really nice to <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. Delta. So what do they, how do they board Delta now? Um, pretty much the same. It, you know, it's the same. It's so great there were no middle seats. I thought they still had middle seats. <laughs> I made up a whole, oh, so she wrote, um, I was heading down and everyone kept asking what it was like to fly. I made up a whole harrowing tale about getting on a Delta flight in May 2020 when in reality we got in a car service that drove onto a tarmac in Teterboro. We're, we're in Miami for barely two hours and got picked up by another car service there and we're our new home in the time it takes to walk through the LaGuardia Terminal. I love oh. this email so much. I love the work that I now do helping to support under-resourced and marginalized students across our country. And I'm so thankful for the people willing to do this work with me uh, with me, without ha- having made millions first. So I never want to seem like I'm flaunting what I have, but also I'm super happy to be able to live the way we do. Side note, neither my husband nor my parents have a ton of money, but they both made good real estate decisions in the 80s, so his parents spend most of their time in the Hamptons and mine spend most of the summer in Nantucket oh my god the Nantucket is the Hamptons of Massachusetts so every time we're going quote unquote home it sounds like we have taking another vacation oh my god thanks for giving a place to share my super privileged quote unquote problems sincerely I've got homes in different area codes so this person has homes in New York Aspen Miami and then hypothetically a couple times a year they go to Nantucket and the Hamptons like on the list of like Lifestyles, the rich and famous places, those are in the top 10 every year. Huge issue. This is horrible. And and having to hide that and having to, and I'm sure everyone they work with knows that they've done well in their past life. They understand they're doing this now in their new life. And I'm sure they can understand, but you can only go so far with really explaining 
who you are and what you where you are in life. Blair, what do you think? This is a horrible situation. Oh, my God. That I, that was the funniest email. I Oh, God. I was laughing so hard. The back whole time. to back. This is what I have to say to this woman. Bitch, you're rich. You don't have to help anyone. You're doing a good thing every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most people would be like, I'm a made it. I'm I'm a I have an incredible jet setting life. I'm not working. I'm going to hit the bar and hit the town. And, you know, you're spending every day helping those these people, which you don't have to do. So hats off to you and like i'm glad you got to unload your um secret over here because we we're proud of you i'm proud of this person and i come from the and and here's something that can maybe help her because i've done this before okay i i think a dollar of contribution is a from me is a dollar more than would have been if i didn't do it at all so to this person what you're doing you may feel a little guilty guilty because you have these other homes and you get to travel and the people you work with but just like Blair is saying you just doing this is such a nice thing you could have just been on a boat for the rest of your life just hanging and you're like no I got to do something and then you could have also if you're good enough it, it, it sounds as you're smart enough to start one company you could start another company you were like no I'm gonna do the Lord's work so claps on you snaps for you I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have you as a listener. This was a fantastic email, and your problem has been heard. <laughs> yeah, it's been heard. And, like, you know, all I think you made a full-time career out of helping the less fortunate. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, you should enjoy that abalone on the beach, bitch. That's like, right. Like, you know, you're helping people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. I love playing this game. It is the perfect fun phone game that puts your brain on the shelf and gives you a nice 15 minutes relaxation break. Best Fiends is a casual puzzle game. The best match three game out there, in my opinion. Once you start playing, you will not want to stop. I'm obsessed. Play through an actual storyline. Fiends versus slugs. It's a battle of the ages. It's an action-packed adventure and brain-boosting puzzle game all in one. Totally free to download. With thousands of puzzles to solve, there's something new every day. It's bright, colorful, has cute characters. It's got a whole world. You collect tons of cute little characters that you use to beat the bad guys on each level. And Best Fiends is always releasing new challenges, characters, and themes all the time, so it never gets old. Download the five five-star rated puzzle game best fiends today for free on the app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here at blair Saki at blair Saki on instagram we'll follow luxury lounge sweet green outpost salads not mixed Ooh, <laughs> hello Hello from a fellow Needham Rocket. Oh, hometown heroes. Okay. We've interacted a bit on Instagram, but this is my first time writing into the podcast. Thank you. I absolutely love your luxury lounge segment. Just today had an incident that I felt was worth sharing. I work at an awesome tech company in Boston that pays for our lunches on Fridays and has installed a sweet green outpost. For those that don't know, a sweet green outpost is a way for companies to get sweet green delivery free to their employees and right to the office so employees don't have to walk over and pick up the salads like peasants. Well, this is where the issue comes into play. Whenever I order my sweet green to the outpost, it never comes mixed. 
The whole point of a sweet green salad is how well they mix it so that every ingredient is well dispersed. And no, there isn't an option to ask for it to be mixed. Outpost orders are not allowed to be mixed. The conundrum ensues, which is, do I continue to order through the outpost so I can get my sweet green delivered for free in true elite fashion, but continue eating unmixed salads, or do I order and pick up like a normal person to get my salad mixed? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Lots of feathers, salad slump. This is a huge issue. <coughs> I am, oh, God, I love, this is a genius podcast. I, you know, <laughs> I'm going to listen every week. Cause You're in. These people, yeah, are incredible. I just let me also things. before you before you go the let me just say the emails keep getting better the more depthy the more the more uh, the more the more frivolous and I, I want to let the listeners know because we've been doing this a little bit now we're starting to hit a groove I appreciate the compliment Blair but I'm telling the listeners at home these are what we're looking for this is what it's made out of this is how the show keeps getting better these are fantastic emails right now so go ahead yeah. you're, you're a sweet green oh fan. I was just gonna say I've thought uh, yeah I it's like not to be a just exactly what you think I am but yeah I'm a sweet green all the time and um I always think the same thing but you know I'm like I wish this was mixed it's not the same as when you're there but I every single time I get a large salad bowl, Put it in there yes. and I mix it myself because I need it mixed. It's a completely different experience. Yeah, it this is man totally might di- have to start bringing a large bowl with him. Well, that is the solution, really, is that yeah. now you have to be kitchen work person. You have to get you <laughs> yeah. have to, you, which is annoying in itself. You have to either invest in a large metallic bowl because that's the way to go. The one you just showed. Blair, that's the type of bowl I'm looking to get into. Like, it's got to be large. It's got to be, and that's the problem with having to mix it yourself. The bowl is not large enough to keep the contents in for a proper mixing. With the mix, yeah, because it reaches the top. There's no extra room. That's right. And if you're ordering the the way I order salads is more, 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 and extra. I'm getting sure. all the stuff. So I'm really packing it in. So then to mix it, now my whole desk is full of salad. I'm getting – it's everywhere. This is a huge issue. So what you either have to do is either have to start buying it yourself and say, no, I don't want the free salad just for the mix, or you get a huge bowl. You keep it in the cabinet above with your name on it like it's your thermos, and you have to be embarrassed by being bull kitchen lady. Yeah, like, you know, and every office has them, and I don't know. This is maybe how people age because the bowl kitchen lady, the person that has their own like forks and knives and shit, they're always older. They're always been there forever, and it's like, man, I guess this is the age it happens where you're like, I will not have an unmixed salad anymore. Yeah, I mean, look, if it were me, I would become bowl lady because if you're lucky to have a, a sweet green outpost in your company. Yeah. You really, why not get the most out of the experience? The cardboard bowl is just not fit to give yourself the proper tossed salad that you deserve. And it's really only embarrassing on the way in. You'll never, like if you get fired, you're not taking your bowl with you. You could decorate the bowl. You could turn it into kind of a joke. Like the bowl gets tossed the minute you leave the company. Let's just get it that straight. But you can make the bowl into a thing at the office. You could decorate it like... You know, Southern College fraternity kids do coolers. Like, that's kind of fun. 
Sure. Or like um, Crocs with the charms. Sort of the same. Totally. This is your own version of a Croc. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Blair Saki at Blair Saki. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Let's do, um, we'll do one more. I, I sent you one before, right? Oh, yeah. We'll do one more email. Um, okay, you ready? I'll read it. Okay. Luxury Lounge, bring back the oat milk draft lattes. Dear Jared, love your pods. Can't wait to see you on stage next Thursday. Well, thank you. Uh, My luxury complaint is that my office in Manhattan has taken away draft lattes. When we first came back into the office post-COVID, there were cans of oat milk draft lattes in the fridge alongside various LaCroix, Perrier, and Diet Cokes. I can understand why they had to take away the communal sacks... Why they had to take away the communal snacks. So instead of big jars of peanut butter filled pretzels and candy, we now have small packages of unshelled pistachios and raisins. Fine. Well, that is not an even trade at all. Yeah, no, that's sick sick and sad. Yeah, that's really sad. Peanut butter filled pretzels uh, and candy. And then they're like, no, we'll give you some pistachios and raisins. Like we're a bunch of chipmunks. What the fuck happened here? Yeah, that went from fun to wartime snacks quickly. (laughs) But a few weeks after we came back into the office, the can of oatmeal draft lattes ran out. (laughs) I love that it's explained. The the draft lattes are out (laughs) like they're on a desert island. (laughs) Yeah, the time time frame. (laughs) The cans of oatmeal draft lattes ran out, and they were never restocked. Instead... There are these rectangular boxes of cold brew with a twist top lid that just sit in the fridge for God knows how long until someone either pours the last drop or finally decides to throw away the whole thing. And it's not even just regular cold brew. It's cold brew concentrate. So one would need to figure out how to pour stuff out of the box, dilute it with a certain amount of water. What? What are we, scientists? And then add milk from the possibly expired cartons of milk in the fridge. And none of it is frothy. If I'm risking my health and braving New York City traffic coming into the office, I at least want there to be individually ser- individual servings of foamy latte waiting for me. I should also add that we have both LaCroix and unflavored, sp- un- unflavored, unflavored sparkling water and Perrier unflavored sparkling water. And I would much rather we redirect the funds from the unflavored LaCroix towards the draft lattes. We don't need two types of plain sparkling water. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this ag- agre- agre- egregious travesty. So they sent in pictures of the the La, La Colombe draft latte with oat milk. And then they sent the box that they now have, which is horrible. What do you think, Blair Saki? Yeah, I mean, you just really got downgraded um, from like the Plaza Hotel to like a, a Red Roof Inn. Um it's that'd be a lot. I think you should just forward this email straight to your boss. If I'm braving the New York City traffic yes. and COVID to come in, I want my foamy latte. Send it to page six. Embarrass this company. <laughs> okay, so the big issue here is that you have an individually having the La Colombe individual can. That is a day. You can bring a glass of ice. And little by little, pour into your ice and then sip. And then it doesn't have to be all in one big coffee. This cold brew, the picture that I'm looking at, 
that looks like a Franzia box is legit. You have to fill up a whole glass with 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 coffee. The ice is gonna melt. You're gonna have a big, you know, those melty ice coffees that are not not even good. And also in COVID times, you're having everyone go up with their fingers and touching this knob. Like the whole office is just grabbing at the knob and then when it gets to the end the knob everyone does that thing where they tip it over and they touch it even more there's more touching this isn't a COVID thing this is they're using the COVID excuse to have a lesser option yeah and if I can just add on that please the most egregious part for me that was just incredibly offensive was the concentrate oh Wow. Yeah. What am I in the lab? Also, is there a fresh water yeah. source? What am I mixing this shit in? That doesn't taste like a cold brew a latte. With the sink that the salad bowl lady uses to clean her salad bowl. <laughs> That's what you're using, the sink water from salad bowl lady. Like, this is a travesty. This is not even. And it's also just knowing the company can afford it. They're having you come back in. The company didn't, you know, it sounds like the company like did fine through the pandemic. If you if your company could send everyone home and then bring them back and you're still around. You're not a restaurant that's trying to cut costs. Like this is like a like like you guys are doing just as well if not better than you did before the pandemic. So you just saw your first opportunity to take away from your employees. You were like, "Of course we will." Yeah, and don't you think that it could also be the case of not even the company's uh, balance sheet or income, but that there could be an office manager who just loves cold brew concentrate, and so they're like, that's what they like, so they bought that for the office, you know? That would that would enrage me even more because, listen, you like what you like, but like th- that's like when someone makes a charcuterie board where they've only thought of themselves. They're like, well, I like Triscuits. No, 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 no. The national, the the whole country has decided on very simple things. Don't go above and beyond to make it so, because under the guise of like, oh, oh I like it, so I'm sure other people like it. No, no, no. We like the normal thing, the thing we've had for a while. <laughs> we we don't want your little, your your take on things. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they think that through. I think that's probably like happens all the time, you know? Well, I think they think it through enough to be selfish. Like, I think they're like, (laughs) I think they're thinking of themselves in this whole operation. But they're like, oh, people love cold brew concentrate, probably, you know? No, that's what people say when they love it. People love it. No, 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 no. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to fuck with us. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Blair Saki, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Oh, my God. I had such a great time. What a genius idea for a podcast and what genius listeners you have. What a pleasure. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Everyone go follow Blair at Blair Saki. She's fantastic. Hilarious. Go watch her Trisket videos and food complaint videos because they're very funny. And also go check out Fairview. It's on Comedy Central in October. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge, Monday in the J Train Podcast. Keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.